Tonight's episode of the First Down Under podcast is brought to you by Hunky Dory, which just fueled us up. Uh, Charlie opted for the wrap. What a meal. I went for the salad and rice number. Big audible. Was satisfying. We're four weeks into the season, Chaz, and it already feels like 20 teams should be leading their division. If your team went on the road this week, there's a good chance they did come home with the W. And, of course, the Eagles secured a gutsy win in a hostile environment. Mm. we got that and some fantasy chat right at the end. This is First Down Under. Let's go! That's it! Hello, you play to win the game. Boof! I love that. Playoffs? Yeah, 58 huh? I just hope we can win a game. You've got to always protect the McNuggets. Nice and hell to get the projects. Oh, my goodness. Red that's right, it's week four. Zach and Charlie here with you. Chaz, obviously a tough weekend for you. Green Bay take a loss. Your fantasy team takes a loss. <laughs> so did yours. You didn't start Jordan <laughs> Howard, who of course uh, had three touchdowns against the Packers. Who knew? Scoring no, roughly start. 29 points uh, on your bench. Yeah, he had a good day. Jordan Howard, <laughs> he had a blunder. Um, was thinking about starting him Thursday. And thought, no, I'm going to stick with Jonesy. And um, obviously didn't work out too well. Also had Carlos Hyde start from the Texans. So we all make mistakes. But Zach, we, you know, we'll get over that. It was a Thursday night game. We're going to focus on the Sunday slate because that is the most recent. That's what will bring the listeners. But week four is in the books. As we love to say every week... <laughs> A lot, a lot of good games. It, it has been recorded. A lot of bad games. But a lot of good storylines. <laughs> One of the great highlights but, of last week. Unlike last week, we are now at the quarter mark of the season. Yeah, and it, it feels weird because mm. the narrative changes for every team, except the Patriots, week to week. Like four days ago, the Browns. Not the Dolphins. And the Dolphins, and actually. The Dolphins, AFC East in general. Yeah. The Browns were a laughing stock four days ago. Now people are wondering, are they the third best team in the AFC? Uh, the Eagles were, were hurting, and now they're sort of flying high, and people say, well, they might be the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. The best team in the NFC. Some people, I've heard. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, of course, the Steelers on Monday Night Football uh, get a much-needed win against a hapless Bengals team. Booker McFarlane. Mate, it was brutal. Did you get to watch it today? Unfortunately, yes. No, actually, the words are fortunately no. You were uh, lucky. Yeah, very lucky enough to see that. Uh, the Bengals putting up three points Yeah. on Monday Night Football in a game you know, against an 0-3 team on the biggest stage. Uh, a really insipid performance from this Bengals outfit that we had a lot of hopes for following week one. In that game in Seattle, they lost by one point. Well, you want to talk about the roller coaster? Oh, we were yeah. thinking, oh, Zach Taylor, maybe this guy can coach. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton, he threw for 400 yards. Thought he was an offensive lineman, but he's the coach still. <laughs> and uh, this team is, is slowly uh, nipping at the heels of the Dolphins. Yeah. The worst team in football. Look at the Bengals, uh, the Redskins, the Deadskins, Denver. And Miami Ooh, all yeah. 0-4. Fun, um, rough one for Cincinnati. Uh, I only watched a few series because uh, this game was wrapped up immediately. Let me uh, read out the drives for Cincinnati. Punt, field no, goal that's no good. after recovering a fumble and moving the ball five yards. Mm. Uh, punt, punt, fumble, end of half. Punt, punt, interception, turnover on downs, end of game. Yeah, it's not ideal. No, not in ideal. Team meeting. Offensive. It's not, it's, not what Zach Taylor, it's not what Zach Taylor would have planned for. I mean, Andy Dalton throws a pick in 170 yards. Uh, I don't even look at the receiving court. John Ross and Tyler Boyd. Uh, if you had Tyler Boyd in fantasy, you've had a stinker. But, I mean. Can't see much from him. I mean, you give up 27 to, to Rudolph as well. Big mace. It's, uh, it's an abysmal night for this team. Going to be hard to see a win for the Bengals. Yeah, well, they are the right-the-ship team for the NFC North. I think most divisions have this team where you, you need a win. 
you're desperate. They're the team you circle. And you look at them and you say, well, that's two. it should be two wins. Yeah, we should be able to handle them. And, I mean, the Steelers look great. Mason Rudolph was a game manager, but he was handed no off. No relation to Kyle. Uh, the old boy, James Conner, hit the end zone a couple of times. Jalen Samuels, Sean Juju Smith-Schuster was uh, on the on the mic. So he was, he was actually a pretty funny dude. He was asking people what they were doing after the game because even he was bored. I wonder James. what he was doing during the game. He had three catches, 15 yards. He didn't need to do much, evidently. They get uh, the win, 34-3. 27-3. 27-3. Yeah. Just counted an extra a touchdown. A much-needed scalp in that AFC North division. Well, the Steelers are now one game out of first place. So let's <laughs> let's not count them out. It's, that is comical. I know, it is brutal. They come up against the Ravens and the Chargers over the next two weeks. So I don't know if they get a cheeky win over the Ravens. All of a sudden, they're, they're, in, a great, they're in a great spot it. for a 500 by week six. Yeah. Yeah. You can see it. The Chargers are up and down as any team in the league. Yeah, the Chargers are pesky. We still know they're completely unreliable. The Raiders, you're saying the Raiders next week. The Ravens. 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 Oh, they host the Ravens, though, I think. So Ah. questions still unanswered about the Ravens, uh, which we will discuss hosting Cleveland this week. But, uh, yeah, a horrific Monday night football game, which we're used to seeing in that time slot. It's become pretty standard. Uh, Tough for Booger and... uh, John Pelissero. Is it John Pelissero? It might not be. It I might don't have changed. Think that's him. Charles Davis. Mm, Someone of that ilk. I think it's a white guy yeah. who used to do. Mark Schlereth. Yeah, probably. Mm. Um, but I was uh, going into the game actually a little bit scared because I don't remember, you know, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, I was panning the Dolphins for that Minka Fitzpatrick trade, wondering, are you really going to pick someone that good mm. with a Steelers pick? But then if the Steelers ended up 0 4, I would look like a bit of an idiot because that, that pick. I mean, that was staring down the barrel of a top five pick. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, I don't know, that narrative changes all of a sudden. You start to think, ah, maybe I think the Steelers could string together six wins. Okay, they beat the Bengals. Let's just chill. But I think uh, we, we're getting excited. That this shows Mike the quality. Tomlin. It shows the quality of the league when a team beats the Bengals after starting out in three and we start to think of them as a legit team. They've got to win now. It's all G. They've got to win. I was just saying in the, in, the, in the pregame prep, you feel sorry for Tomlin that he has to work with what he's got. In Rudolph, it'd be so hard. I mean, hard enough with Big Ben and those guys, and he's just got to pull this team out. I can't see them making the postseason. I'm not a believer in Mason Rudolph. I think it's a nice win. I think they get a few nice wins, but I don't think they make up the eight in the AFC. Yeah, definitely not. I don't see them as a playoff team. Sorry, the six. Yeah, the six. Six. AFL. GWS, yeah. Richmond, still in your head. Probably yeah. get to that yep. later. Yep. But yeah, I think if you're Mike Tomlin, you're looking back at old photos of uh, Ben Brown and Bell, like an ex-girlfriend, like a crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Thinking, I mean, you know, it was rough. I didn't love it, mm. but she was hot. Those are the glory days. They were. They were the glory days. But nevertheless, that was Monday Night Football. There's not much to say about it, really. Not mate. much to say. I don't want to take too much away from it other than... Uh, Look, the Steelers get a win, and there's the a little bit of hope. in It is in the books, and there's a bit of hope <laughs> in Pittsburgh. Chaz, uh, let's make a quick move yep. over to the what we learned, yes, what was confirmed, and what shocked us. Chaz, the first lesson from week four for you. I'll kick us off with the Cleveland Browns, and they're not going anywhere, baby. Oh, boy. Okay? This team wasn't feeling great about them. They're heading into Baltimore. We know the Ravens had a close game, relatively close game against the Chiefs. Ish. Lamar Jackson on the road at Arrowhead. Okay, I can give him that one. You expect Baltimore to come back home and get the job done against Cleveland offense. That, let's be honest, was completely out of sorts for the first three weeks under Freddie Throw the Kitchen Sink. And he was doing his best Hugh Jackson impersonation in butchering this team. (laughs) And unfortunately, he just let his guard down this week. Started to call some decent plays. Got Nick Chubb involved. He had a full Chubb. Freddie and Nick. I had a full chub yeah. watching Nick Chubb on run. On that long run? Yeah. Baker had a chub. Did you see him streaming down the sideline chasing him? It was doing unbelievable. The, doing the pump? Yeah. Doing the, like, he's like, I got, he, he had the wings out. There's this, he had the wings? He had, yeah, he was like flying. And how's <laughs> this for a stat for you? That's the fastest he's run all year. Yeah. Compl- well, uh, that, that's, that's which not says, surprising. Which says a bit. Yeah, it says a bit. Um, 19 miles per hour. But Chubb had, had that massive run at the end. He had some really powerful plays. And that him. opened up the passing game. Jarvis Landry got involved a lot in this game. OBJ had a few nice catches. But Jarvis Landry was the cornerstone in the passing game. Baker looked more confident. He's making those hack-cheap throws. a bit Sometimes a bit ballsy. That's mm-hmm. just the way he plays. 
But uh, gunslinger, gunslinger, People absolutely. Like to say. The Brett Favre mentality. Someone who's um, probably going to throw interceptions. That he will cost throw you some picks games. that will cost you. I mean, Jarvis Landry finished with 170 yards, and just a sensational performance by this Browns team. The Ravens did respond at a few occasions, but a big AFC North win. They're now at the top of the division, and anything is possible now. Well, we all look like idiots, but again, I don't want to overreact because I think that's we what you will do. Completely uh, overreact. Yeah, now Browns are a powerhouse and the Ravens <laughs> are crumbling apart. Freddie Kitchens, how dare we doubt him? <laughs> yeah, coach of the year. <laughs> it's like if uh, we were talking about this as we were eating the hunky dory. If the Browns if the Browns won their first two games, they beat the Titans as they probably should have. And who's the second game? They beat the Jets. They beat the Jets. Say they win those two games and they lose the next two and they end up two and two, but still atop of the division. Or mm. maybe they'd be second in the division in that case because mm. they would have lost to the Ravens. Mm. You'd be like, well, this Browns team has just shat the bed. Mm. What's going on? Fire Freddie Kitchens. But because they've got to two and two off the back of a win, mm. all of a sudden they're another Super Bowl contender and they're making things happen. Look, obviously this is the best version of the Browns where you can establish the run. Establish the run. Establish the run. Open up the playoff to pass. Um, and, yeah, open up the option to pass and hit Jarvis Landry a few times. I noticed you mentioned Odell Beckham. He only had a couple of catches. Do you reckon that would yeah. sit well for the uh, – Well, no, you wonder if uh, – The Rolex Jarvis wearing Landry, big shot. Jarvis Landry and OBJ are former LSU teammates. So you wonder oh, no, if they've shocker. got that kind of championship mindset now that they're at 500 in Cleveland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of hey, – Bring that hey, pedigree. Hey, the, the Golden State Warriors, theory, you'll uh, get your points. I'll take the night off. Right. I think that might be applying here with this offense. It probably helps um, with their mates, is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah, and, I get uh, that. I, I get think that. with Njoku out for, I don't know how long he's out for, but I think OBJ will feature more prominently. As long as they're winning, I think OBJ will be satisfied. Yep. Um, but like you said, I mean, they lost to the Rams only by one score. I know they were hosting them on Sunday night, and we're not sure about the Rams after that Tampa Bay game. But, yeah. you know, a few a few you know nicer players that went their way, they could be 3-1. and one. I, I think get, the Browns are in a good spot. I get what you're saying, and I actually don't mind it. Yeah. And if they can crack another Nick Chubb next week, then... Absolutely. Who knows? They could be on their way to three and two, and they're laughing. Well, they're at Niners, so... That's a good they're game. They're at the Niners on That's Monday night. That's a big night. game. I think that'll prove one of the two teams, right? Because the Niners, they're three and zip. Mm. They just had the week off. That's an early buy. Mm. Like, worst kind of buy, I would imagine. At least you're three and oh. Not much else you can do. But, yeah. like, ugh, too early Probably the, the worst season. time. Yeah. yeah. I want a late season buy. You want a week 12. That's where you want. Yes. Rest some players. 100%. Mm. Even like week eight, make a couple of trades. So Jimmy, Jimmy G and Bake will be a very interesting matchup on Monday night. Actually, not a bad Monday night game. We would have thought it was dog shit, but it's... Uh, things are turning around. Somewhat watchable. Yeah, I'm excited, especially uh, for that San Francisco D. Mm. Let's see what they can do. Mm. Chubb versus D. I mean, I love it. It's all the dick jokes we need. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Hey, uh, what I learned is the Bills' D is for real. Now, this is a team I Preach. really want to go for. Um, I want them to be good really badly. The D made Tom Brady look like Josh Allen. I had it here. He made him look like Jared Goff, but Josh Allen's better. Yeah. Yep. The problem is the Bills also have Josh Allen <laughs> as their quarterback. And so they lost 16-10 well, to 10, yeah. despite outgaining the Patriots by 151 yards. Tom Which Brady seriously looks shit. Yeah, Tom Maybe Brady. Worst game. You want some stats I've ever seen him play. Less than 50% completion percentage, less than 150 yards passing. Wow. 3.8 yards per attempt. That's abysmal. Mm. And maybe they need to call Antonio Brown. It says a bit about this Bills D, making a Hall of Fame QB look like that. Missing, He missed a few throws. I mean, he looked for Dorset a lot yep. on third down. Obviously, Edelman was out. Yeah, um, that doesn't help. So they did struggle. They didn't get the running game going. I think Sonny Michelle was out as well. It was mainly James White. They were resting on for this Rex game. Rex Burkhead for that one. For Rex Burkhead, he's, he might be a steal in fantasy in the coming weeks. Um, but <laughs> this Bills D is legitimate. And they did lose Josh Allen uh, at one stage in the game, letting Matt Barkley, one of the great Barkleys in the NFL, into the game. <laughs> Maybe the best. Maybe the best. Maybe the best Barkley. He's, I for discussion. Can't think of a better one. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big drop-off to Matt Barkley. Obviously, Josh Allen can do Harsh. a lot more in the run, but Josh had been throwing up picks to be taken. I think he threw two to McCourty. I think he thought McCourty was, was on the Bills. There was a point in the game, uh, let me get this stat right, he was one for eight with two interceptions. Up so he'd actually completed more passes to the Patriots than he had his receivers, <laughs> which isn't great. But here's the thing. He's 
not a superstar quarterback, but he's a quarterback that I want to like. I don't know if you get that from Josh Allen. I I'm do. Like, he's a big fella. He could run. And he has a crack. He looks like a tight end playing quarterback. Yeah, he does. He's a big burly man, and I like him when he gets running. I think it really opens up this offense. And let's not let's not forget the inconvenient truth in Frank Gore. Oh. He, had a, he had 109 yards. Someone give him a cheer, On please. the ground. That yeah, boy. He, he was big time, Frank Gore. Um... And, you know, he really did stamp it against the Pats D, a, a proud Patriots defense. Um, and the, the really reason that they won this game was because the Pats D was just almost flawless. They were incredible in this game. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't have anticipated that they'd give up 100 yards to our boy Frank, but... Frank the Tank. Yeah. to I mean, to hold them to 10 points and mm. they happen to get 16. They, they didn't have a pick six or a fumble. How did they get the 16? They had a special teams recovery for a touchdown. There it is. Yeah. There and it is. Jamie Collins, again, had the game-sealing pick. Once again, the Pats, for the 89th time in a row, stamped their authority in the AFC East, put the Bills back a notch, and just say, we're the Kings. Bills fall to 3-1, but I think they're a playoff team. After that okay. game, okay. Very, well, with they, the AFC as wide open as is, I, I do believe you. That's, what, that's what was confirmed for me. They're going to have to win ugly, and I think mm. that's a problem. It's similar to the Bears. Stout D questions a quarterback. Sort of a run game, mm. but they're going to have to win games by special teams, defense. You wonder if their schedule is going to be pretty cruisy. Well, I mean, if you have to face the Jets and Miami yeah. twice, you're feeling you're pretty comfortable. Position. Yeah, you're like, well, that's four W's. Probably need four more to get to the playoffs in the AFC. And we played pretty hard against the Patriots. Admittedly, slightly undermanned and, you know, Bills are at home, but they hey, were they a sniff. Would, they would be celebrating at Orchard Park like they won the Super Bowl. They would have. The you know current the current record they're at, three and one. Are you kidding me? It's unbelievable. They would never have thought this was this possible. Jim with, Kelly with, era. With, with Josh Allen. Speaking of Jim Kelly. Dynasty is back. I think he married two people before the game, two Bills fans on the field. Really? He got married pre-Bills game. Would have been great to see then a win smacked, for them. Then but, jumped on a table, broke his arm. Yeah, lit his Fantastic. wife on fire. Um, As but, Bills fans do. Yeah. AFL comparison for you. Let me know if I'm overstepping the boundary. Oh, this would be shit. The Bills, the Bells, are the Western Bulldogs of the NFL. Oh, I, and I know you might think it's the how? colors. The, the, you have to be close to a fairy tale in the last four-year window. Like what's? Yeah, the that's comparison? true. The, the uh, like, and the Bulldogs fans aren't nuffy, aren't they? But they're not mad. But you don't know, you know, out west. Yeah. We don't hang out with them out west. Uh, it could be mad. Yeah, you're right. Okay. No, no, no. I, don't I think mind I was it, going. I don't mind it. I think I was going for the, the colors. The colors, yeah. It was 100 percent the colors. <laughs> no, but I was thinking. Uh, generally, obviously, the Bulldogs got that um, premiership a few years ago, so yeah. that kind of erases my my yeah. thinking. But generally, uh, a tortured fan base. Yeah. For a long time, a likable team for everyone else in the league. Mm. I don't know a lot of people who don't like the Western Bulldogs. And no. I don't know a lot of people who don't like the Bills. The Bills are fine. Gonna, yeah, I was going to say you North Melbourne see them would be appropriate, but a lot of people don't like North. Yeah, i got someone else from North Melbourne, but we'll get yeah. to them. Okay. Um, okay. I don't mind them. Yeah. I don't mind them. We'll workshop that one. Yeah. It could also be a St. Kilda, but St. Kilda's too popular yeah. for the Bills. I think people love the Bills because they're so easy to beat at the majority of the time, but now that they're That's actually true. quite pesky, people are like, fuck it, let's take them seriously. Yeah. A little bit. I yeah. think people want them to do well. Yeah, the same with the dogs. you got to take them yeah. seriously. People want them to do well. Made the finals. Got pumped. I love the Buffalo Bills. It'd be a great team to go for. Yeah. They would. Because you'd be so used to the bands. And then whenever you win, it's like fucking pandemonium. Exactly. That's why it's good going for the Browns. Now they've got too much height. Bills yeah, are like Browns just, without the height. Exactly. Big dick Browns. Yeah. The yeah, Bills yeah, yeah. are just Trying like, we're just happy to shit. be here. Exactly. We tried to trade for Antonio Brown. He didn't want to come. <laughs> we love football. And we won that. Yeah. Trade. <laughs> it didn't go through. <laughs> Jazz, did we learn anything else? Well, we learned that the Rams have a problem on defense. I know Sean McVay is the offensive guru, and he can turn even the shittest in Jared Goff into a decent quarterback. But this Rams defense hosting Tampa, massive game at home. You know, the, the NFC West is not getting easier with the Niners and Seahawks balling. Now uh, the Cardinals stink. But the Rams giving up 55 to the offensive mind of Byron Leftwich. Hey. Who I did not know was the OC until last week. You put some respect on Byron Left, which is that name. is an ex Jags Hall of Fame QB coming in. He was the offensive coordinator and I think interim head coach of the Cardinals last year too. Yeah. So, so he's got he's credibility done a bit. He's been to a few places in his time, and I know we credit Bruce Arians as the head coach and his experience, but I'm going to put this to the big Left, which and he made Jameis look phenomenal. Okay, That's every drive I saw. He was making the right reads. 
Chris Godwin is a fucking machine. Had he 41.2 in fantasy. I was filthy. I'm like, throw it to Mike Evans. Fuck! Get it there! He got, decapita- he got decapitated on the line on his third touchdown, Chris Godwin. Surprised he got up. He's, remember we saw yeah. the replay and his, his, his teammates like carrying Oh, no, no, no. That was oh, that Mark. Was a, that was a so I was going to say, it was classic James Winston game because he was throwing touchdowns everywhere. Also, through picks, mm. um, particularly a pick six to Marcus Peters, who intercepted it on the return, had a sick return. But he's the one who got cleaned up by Donovan Smith right off. Like, he broke the plane, and then Donovan sni- sni- Smith? Sniff? Smith. Gave Smith. him a sniff. <laughs> like a tram hitting a cat. Just fucking leveled him. And then his team runs over because he scored the touchdown. Yeah. But he's clearly concussed, so there's like 15 blokes picking him up. Not supporting his neck at all. Like picking him up by his head, basically. It was, uh, yeah, that was a rough hit. Oh, but- God. It's a good mm. interception. Uh, and, and a classic Jameis Winston game. Classic Jameis Winston game. He only threw the one pick. He threw four touchdowns, but still. Pick six. Uh, a pick six. But. That'll hurt you. Uh, you said the. Sorry, just to cut you off. But you said the d- defense was an issue. And it was. It wasn't mm. the you know traditional Wade Phillips aggressive, successful defense that we've seen even earlier this year. But Jared Goff was trash. Mm. That was not a good game for him. And yeah. I, I know he had 500 yards, but that's because they were down. 21 to zip in the first quarter, and they were just throwing it like... And he was missing wide-open throws. Yeah, he had some bad picks. Let me play one quickly for you. Getting shut out here on a third down. Goff's throw, and it's intercepted. Another takeaway for Tampa Bay. Levante David runs it back inside the 10-yard line. Back-to-back series for the Ram offense. End with interceptions. It was rough, and Jared Mm. literally... Threw it to Levante David, who was doing some zone D, just standing by himself. Yeah, I saw it, that play, actually. It was like a GWS player trying to kick it forward and constantly just hitting the Richmond back Yeah, it was like a Madden guy just literally running backwards, and he's just thrown it in line with his like running backwards motion. Yeah, it's like, you, like couldn't, shit. you couldn't throw it to that player on no. Madden. No. Like, you wouldn't have the option because you can only throw it to specific receivers. Yeah. He was by himself. Yeah. I don't know who he was trying to throw it to. It was a genuine glitch. Uh, it was a and glitch. Goff. Unlucky and for golf. A massive concern for this Rams team. I know we talk about the Chiefs being a team that gives up a lot of points on defense, but at least they have a quarterback they can rely on to consistently put up 35 to 40. This Rams team, you got no idea what Goff's going to do when he's, especially when he's under the pump and they don't get a jump early on a team. That coming into the playoffs, it's an incredibly big issue for this Rams team. So we've known that the Rams have been going down since uh, sort of midway through last year after the Chiefs win, that big Monday night. Yep. Chiefs win. Felt like the Rams, just, uh, things weren't clicking for them. They still made the Super Bowl. They made some good plays in the playoffs. Mm. But since that moment, Todd Gurley's been hurt. And this yeah, there's, year, there's, there's serious issues. Todd there. hasn't been doing much. And do you think that's what it comes down to? Is that they, obviously, to. they're not going to run the ball. And Todd only had five carries for 16 yards, a couple of touchdowns. But because you can't establish the run in previous games as well, maybe Jared Goff isn't. Isn't looking as flash yeah, exactly. as he once was. And they do love that bootleg kind of play-action passing game. And they're still integrating those plays. And you see Cooper Cup wide open down the field. But 28 yards rushing from the entire team in a game is not doing any favors for Goff. And I think when he's exposed like that and he gets down early, that's when we see the worst of this guy. And that's what makes me worry about him. Yeah. I miss when Todd Gurley was a beast. Yes. He was 25 years old. He was one of the best players in football to follow when he was getting when he was getting it done. 100%. He's six foot two. He's ch- plowing Why through Why can't they just tell us that something's wrong with him? Well, that's the weird thing. I, something's clearly wrong, They've right? They've it for six months. If I'm a Rams fan, I'm just like, you guys are taking a piss now. Yeah. Well, why is he even out there? Just I mean, start Malcolm Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Call up... Uh, <laughs> Who was the who was the Jayanne? I was going to say the chunky boy from uh, the playoff run. Yeah, he was great, but uh, no, a bad day for Jared Goff. Despite throwing for five hundred and seventeen yards, uh, they out of this they had eighty four plays in this game. They ran the ball eleven times. Wow! Now, ob- times. obviously, being down twenty one zip in the first quarter doesn't speaks volumes for that. But still, seventy three like... passing plays. And you know, I was trying to figure out why this game was running so much longer than the others because I was flicking through on Red Zone. They're, they're cutting to games, and they're all kind of starting to wrap up that uh, early window. Mm. And the Rams have still got like a quarter to go. How's this happen? Oh, because no one's run the ball. Mm. Even the Tampa Bay Bucks are like, oh fuck it, let's just throw it to Godwin. <laughs> <laughs> let's build this lead. Fifty-five yeah. points. Congrats to Tampa Bay. That's their highest score. Hey, They're at two and two now in a uh, NFC South that 
Completely up for grabs. It's up for grabs. Completely. No Drew Brees and the New Orleans, but yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay are sneaky. And let's also just a quick one. Keep an eye out for Shaq Barrett. Ten sacks in four games. Strong case for Defense Player of the Year. I believe it's nine, but that's still okay. Go up. with nine, but that's still pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's that's impressive. And then can Sue, big boy McAvoy oh. on the fumble, dude. What a play! He oh, he can move. He rivaled Clowney's pick. Clowney had a one-handed pick, and then he ran back, and he looked like a fucking running back down the sideline. Clowney's a freak. And I was like, that's just fucked up. Like, like Clowney is like the defensive version of Julio. Like, yeah. in terms of size and speed, he's so fast. But Ndamukin Sue is like a bus. A hundred pounds heavier. Jerome Bettis on D. Yeah. And that was like watching uh, the James Harrison interception yeah. in the Super Bowl. He gets on the oxygen tank at yeah. the end. I was like, the big boy. That was definitely <laughs> the hardest he's run in his life. And I tell you what, he had speed. He, he was did. making a miss. He got, I wouldn't want to be in front of that. I couldn't catch up to him if I tried. Cope machine with legs. Um, Are we on to confirm, Chess? We are on to confirm. Am I starting? Please. Okay. The Minnesota Vikings are by far the worst 500 team in pro football. By far the worst. Run yeah. me through it. I don't have a list here, but this is just my initial reaction. Yes. Um, you think about all these factors, right? Hakeem Hicks and Roquan Smith for the Bears both out. That's true. Trubisky big. goes down in the first five minutes. Well, I mean. Coming in for Chase Daniel. And any okay. team who loses Mitch Trubisky, a quarterback, they're going to be shaken. The amazing chase is not getting it done, okay? <laughs> you're, a, you're a proud Vikings team. I know you're on the road, but they were completely embarrassed by this Bears defense. The offensive line was smashed. Fantasy King Dalvin Cook. I'm going to read out what his stats were. Yo. Okay. I'm going to hit you with some knowledge. I get these Just up. Just got to find Dalvin Cook, 14 stats. carries for 35 yards. Yes, he had a touchdown, but this Vikings team made to look completely inept by this sensational Bears defense. Kirk Cousins misses Adam Thielen on a few balls. Thielen then proceeded to throw him under the bus post game and said, "I know I missed the catch, but that you know he basically said that ball wasn't there where it should have been." Couldn't give a fuck about Cousins. I feel sorry for Thielen. I'm backing him in because he's the goat. He is. And this team, I mean, we we'll go. We can go through all the you know all the two and twos, but they have. Possibly. They beat the Raiders in week three, and they beat the Falcons in week one. Tells me nothing. You're right. I didn't realize how soft those wins were. And to be honest, there are a few divisions where I would say if the Vikings were in them, they might be the second best team. Mm. But because they're in the NFC North, which is the best division in football right now, they look like the worst. Pretty pretty handedly as well. Because you're going up against a Bears team that, as you say, Look, Mitch Trubisky hasn't been doing too much this year, and Chase Daniel wasn't a big drop-off. And he moved the ball, and he made it work. And that stingy Bears D, which looks as sickening as it was last year. Dude, Khalil Mack is like one of the funnest players to watch in the league. I think he's my favorite. We've said it a lot. I think he's my favorite player. My favorite player. He's my favorite player. Uh, but yeah, Kirk Cousins, uninspiring. And it feels like we're bashing on Cousins every week, and that's because we are. Fuck him. I wouldn't want him as my quarterback. Absolutely. Jesus Christ. Dude, the thing I took away from this game is I think I would rather have like Stan Bradford Starting for my team. <clears throat> I'd be like, he's, he did he, he did a bit. He's pesky. <laughs> he'll get you a, he'll get you a, a September win. At least he'll have a fucking crack. Uh, and I just was thinking, you know, he's starting QB even though it's Trubisky. What it does to a team in the first five minutes. And they still couldn't get the job done. It's, it's great to see the Vikings team struggle because we all know what Kirk Cousins really is. And he's getting exposed for it. Um, Especially so, when yeah. your like, favorite receiver is throwing you under the bus. <clears throat> And Stefan Dix, where the fuck's he been? Well, he you know? did a bit today. Well, I was filthy though, because Adam Thielen had two catches for six yards. Isn't <laughs> WR2 not doing much? Um, yeah, so that's what we learned. Nice. What was confirmed for me, Chaz, is the Eagles are a contender. And a serious one at that, because they tailed up the vaunted Packers D, scoring 35. On them, and of course, you and I. Uh, if people uh, just joined the podcast, yeah. welcome. I'm an Eagles fan. Charlie is a Packers fan. Has been for many moons. Yeah, like six. And we watched the game on Friday. It was amazing because it we was had a cracking. Fri- game. We had Friday off, being the uh, the, the public holiday. Public holiday for the grand final. We got to watch the game. The whole thing. It was tense. It was right down to the last play. And, uh, I was liking what I was seeing. Uh, seven up, the Packers had a clinical first drive, and I would... said, this is going to be an easy one, lads. I think we were up 10-zip. You were up 10-zip. Uh, and then 
I think there were a few chances we should have we kicked field goals instead of we were right in the red zone and we should have kicked we should have scored touchdowns. It was a weird and that was feeling. A dampener. Well, like it was great for me as an Eagles yeah. fan because you guys are then all of a sudden it's fourteen to thirteen. Yeah, I'm like w- w- we're winning the game. Mm. This is great, Dougie mm. P. Our coach and, and that Eagles offense looked back to that. They looked really good. Obviously, Jordan Howe, which we've discussed. Carson Wentz looked phenomenal throughout the whole game. He and Rogers looked great. Yeah, this was a awesome quarterbacked game to yep. watch. Uh, as a fan, it's it's great because Thursday night football has been a bit average this year. Absolute so to get stinkers. this performance out of these two guys, mm. and obviously as an Eagles fan, it, it gives you a lot of confidence Absolutely. going forward to say, you know what, Carson Wentz has kept us in just about every game in this uh, this year. Yep. And we could have won them on the back of him. If we just catch a couple of balls and our defense does a bit more, uh, let's see what happens. Now, people are asking, should the Eagles trade for Jalen Ramsey? Two first-rounders. I don't know about that. I think, I think we can iron it out. I think we can get it together. I think that together. D's okay. I think that D's fine. We've got enough pieces. Yeah, I don't know if you need just, to go after him. Neither do I. Two first-rounders just seems a little be, rich for my blood. And he'd be fucking shit for the locker room. I don't think he'd do that. He would. He would. And yeah. Even if he's like good for this year, next year, he'll just be like, oh, we, I want to get traded again. You know, you just yeah, you no, don't want that. I wouldn't take that. So I think it was uh, the game ceiling, because I, obviously Rodgers was marching down the field, and I was confident. The game ceiling pick. Uh, that Zach, hurts. That really hurt. That was a shocking 10 minutes. Philadelphia will take over as Malcolm Jenkins and Craig James just into the ball game combined to knock it up into the air and Bradham gets the interception to in essence end this night and send Philadelphia to a two and two record. Um, So obviously in that moment I learned a lot about myself and I'm a very sore winner. Mm. You can be sore lose. I didn't realize I could be a sore winner. And uh, I think I was marching around the, the house with the football, oh, yeah. taking a knee. Incredibly respectful. In front of the television. Letting knees, everyone know. There were a lot of knees. That the game was over. The next day. And that's what I realized. I was like, is it even worth following sport <laughs> if you're going to feel this? Because you just never know. You can't control it. Yeah, you that's know, the worst part about it. And I was like, <laughs> being a Melbourne sport, I've had enough. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was the worst. It was like the if you'd scripted. A game and the way to lose. Seattle player in the Super Bowl against the Pats. Valdez Scantling so. came across. The other receivers went to block out and fade. Mm. And he was wide open on the play. If you actually watch it again, both Philly cornerbacks go to Valdez. And Rogers just throws it straight to Valdez. Tip drill. Bradham. Game. Bradham. And runs it out. Yeah, it was uh, it was rough. Sorry about that, uh, yeah. buddy. Uh, I'm actually not sorry. I felt yeah, not sorry at all. It was, it was quite a chippy game why we live between you and I. Oh, very chippy. A lot and of that, chat. That, that, that's, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. It's the theater. We love it. Exactly. It was It was a, It was was a. a classic. Yeah. And so, uh, I hope the Eagles play the Packers again next year. Yeah, we for do. another easy W. We do. Uh, Chaz, another thing that was confirmed. Another thing confirmed. Sell all Atlanta stocks. Bang! Uh, this team has officially cooked the chook. We spoke about them last week, and we said they host the Titans next week. This is a game they have to win. They should win. Marcus fucking Mariota got the chockies on Matt Ryan. Sell the team. I've got him at QB1 and WR1 in fantasy. I've lost all hope for that. Okay. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, Seven-point performance against the Jags on Thursday night, and you cannot get it done at home. You fall to one and three. In your dome. I don't feel sorry for them at all. I don't know what it is, but... (laughs) It's... It's just terrible, and and this season is officially gone for them. Look, the only thing I can't see them coming back. Only good about the Falcons in that game was their uniforms. Those throwbacks with the the old black, black. the mean machine. Yeah, the mean machine machine looks sick. Unfortunately, did not translate to good play. Um, uh, They just can't find the end zone. No, I think they haven't found the end zone since the Super Bowl. I wonder what Julio's contract is because he's not getting. He's not getting. He should be on a better team than this. A player of that caliber deserves more. They put up 10 points. You know, Ryan throws Ryan throws to 397. Devontae Freeman. Their running game's killing them. 28 yards for Devontae. Oh, he's gone missing. They need to get um, Coleman back. Yeah, exactly right. So he's, hey. in, he's, in the, he's on the Niners. He is. Um, the, but, yeah. Titans on the other end, mate. They're 2-2 two and two, like everyone else in the NFC. Uh, sorry, AFC South. Marcus Mariota. Four days ago, I think you, I, and the rest of the NFL cognoscenti had written off Jameis Winston and Mariota as potential busts or you know future backup quarterbacks, potential mm. 
bridge quarterbacks. Marcus Mariota hasn't thrown a pick all year. Been hearing people throw that around a lot. He had three touchdowns on the day. AJ Brown, that rookie receiver they picked up in the second round, looks yeah. like a beast. He's doing things. He's a he's a brown with a lot his of head good, screwed on. A lot of good number seventeen speedy receivers in this game. Yeah, through through the annals of history. Even Corey Davis did a bit. Corey Davis was good. Glad I dropped him. But this AFC South. The wildest division in pro football, not from an excitement perspective, but the fact that any team could finish on top and literally, you know, any team could lose two games on the trot and then win a game and still be in it. The Texans, we have no idea about. I think every the every Colts. team in that division feels like they should win the division. Yeah, the Jags, you never know what you, I mean, we love so Minshew. That's kind of exciting. That's awesome. I like the fact that the AFC South's open. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Falcons host, Falcons are at Texans next week. So, oh, hello. So the Falcons, Just for the Falcons. The Falcons, to me, are the kind of team that are going to keep you interested. Like, they'll probably get the win next week because they're mm. desperate. And mm. you'll be like, oh, Julio had three touchdowns. And Matt Ryan was mm. perfect. But and They put up 38. Exactly. I just don't see them making the, mm. the playoffs. No. Not in this form. And now they still beat the Eagles. Yep, great. Moving on. Washington don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> The dad scans. They play the Giants. They're going up against Danny Dimes. The G-Man! The new toy coming out of uh, New York. Rocked up looking like an accountant to the game. And, yeah. Well, they pantsed hey, hey. him. Case yeah. Keenum not do Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Case Keenum not doing much, so they decided to bench him yeah. in, uh, in the first quarter. Yeah. I don't know if you remember last year, there was a bit of magic around... Baker Mayfield. He was the number one overall pick. The Browns all through training camp said, this guy, he's our guy. Yeah, We should start him. Hugh Jackson didn't. Instead, he started. all right, but he wasn't getting things done. Against the Jets, they're down 14. Baker Mayfield comes in, wins the game for them. The era has begun. This is Baker's world, and we're living in it. Redskins, nowhere through preseason or in training camp, was I hearing reports that Dwayne Haskins is killing it and we cannot by any means start Case Keenum. All of a sudden, Case has a couple of bad drives and in the first quarter, they're throwing him into the Sharks. Poor yep. Dwayne Haskins. Yep. He throws picks. He doesn't look great. Mm. They score three points. Giants look like the defense of 07. They and look then, good. What, what, what are we doing, Redskins? I know, I know. It was the Landon Collins revenge game at <laughs> MetLife. Um and all, you know, the G-Man, although they, although they had to deal with Case Canham and the offensive mastermind that is Jay Gruden, uh, were able to get the Chockies. Jabril Salton-Peppers had a massive pick uh, at the pick end to ice the game against Dwayne. Um, people are jumping on Dwayne Haskins. I mean, let's give him a go. It's, it's not his fault. No, not all, at all. all the well, blame's on, on the Redskins. Yeah, all the blame's on Gruden. Jay Gruden. At least he knows the standard isn't high. It's not like a Rogers coming in for five type setup. You're coming in for Case Canham. Um and a nice little replacement for Saquon was Wayne Goldman, Giants running back. He had a couple of TDs. Ah, yeah, and, did uh, see him a lot. He, he did on red zone. Yeah, he, he looked good. I liked him. Number twenty-two for the Giants. Nice little speedy receiver. Good number. Speedy running back. Um, made life easier for Daniel Jones. Giants get the easy win. Um, they're two and two in a pesky NFC East division, which we've spoken about minus the Redskins. So, what do you do if you're Dan Snyder? Obviously, haven't had much. Oh, you success. played one. No, no, you, yeah, obviously. But Dan, yeah. Dan Snyder, the owner, you're looking at Jay Gruden, who is leading your team to 0-4. And, and you got Jim Tom Sula long season sitting on the sidelines as a coordinator. I think it, he's my interim coach. Jim Tom Sula, he's coached the Niners? Yeah. yeah. He had that one season with the Niners. He had the Mo. They weren't great. Yeah. Or Get him off. Rob Ryan. Right. The big boy. Yeah. I, now, think, I think it's a mid-season clearing house. Do you get rid of all of them, or who becomes the interim coach? I bring in Rob Ryan. Even I know to get rid of Tom Sula. Uh <laughs> But uh, I think I think Jay Gruden, obviously, end of the season. I think we just get the season's cooked. We get Haskins in, gets as many games as possible. Gets you know twelve or thirteen good games under his belt. Puts him in a good be rough game. Puts him in a good position for next year, and then you know look at an OC for a potential coach. Get you Josh know- McDaniels across. <laughs> yeah, you know, make him an offer. I'm sure he'd come. He would. You but say give Dwayne Haskins yeah. a few starts. Yeah, Josh Rosen got a few starts last did. year. Didn't help. He did. Could be in um, trouble. And I think you just uh, get as much as you can for Case. Get as During many get teams as many, be get as many assets. Backing up the Briggs truck for 100, Case. Hundred percent. I think the Broncos will be looking back at Case. 
I think that might be, hey. actually. <laughs> He's probably still got his house there. Probably still has sold it. Chicago? Kids probably went to school there, put them back into school. Be, be a simple I don't think he would have put his kids into school there. He would have said, ah, you can't, I'm not going to be here more than eight <laughs> you months. You be here long enough, guys. Yeah, sorry. You, you stay in LA or wherever he came from. I think. Minnesota. Put him against Flacco. Actually, bring him it, back to Minnesota. That's where he got his magic. battle. Oh, yeah. The, the, the fact that he's playing was the Minneapolis Miracle. Um, <laughs> yeah, very good. Joke sound. Um, leading into that point, uh, with my what was confirmed in that it's a final one before we go into what was, was shocked us was the Joe Flacco is still yet to rediscover his 2012 Super Bowl form. Um, the the Broncos had the jump on better homes and garden in shoot at mile eight no mountain high enough and I think uh, wow. <laughs> they couldn't close it out. Uh, <laughs> Flacco just before halftime threw a momentum shattering pick, like just destroyed the team almost like an intentional Paul Crew throw the game pick oh. in the halftime killed not, everything not a Paul Crew gave sit on the bench Paul Crew was it worth it gave the Minch <laughs> all that he right. needed the juice for the third quarter they could score 14 unanswered in the third quarter and the men of Vic Fangio couldn't get the job done let's a hear crushing a crushing win at home let's hear a bit of that Minshew magic Minshew hanging in there. Stays on his feet again, dancing around. Caught! Touchdown! Minshew magic! Love it. Love it! He's evading tackles. I'd rather be him than Brady. He's got he's got <laughs> swag. Is that weird to say? Uh, a little bit. No, it's the not. Mustache? Seen his look? Giselle, millions of dollars. His no. look's great. He's got a better look than Brady. I want to be running the Jags. I want to be keeping Foles on that bench. You know how much Shad Khan... Owner of the Jags will be loving this. The swags. Yeah. The Jacksonville Genghis. swag you are. Genghis. Genghis. Um, uh, something to think about. But uh, the men, uh, as we just said. He just, the, he just makes things happen. Just on Minshew. Uh, what is he, like the top 15 quarterback already? I think he's top 10. He's top 10. Top I think, 5. I think he's proven in this league for long enough. And I think we've seen. I enough. think when you start delivering these performances consistently, you deserve the respect from your people. Obviously, you know some people are saying rookie of the year. I'm thinking yeah. MVP. I'm thinking MVP. I think Mahomes is playing well. Trade falls. Uh, I think my, I think Mahomes could be doing more. And he uh, could didn't throw a touchdown. Minch, Minch is working with less. Didn't do a touch. Didn't throw a touchdown. Throw Doesn't a touchdown. have Andy Reid against uh maybe against coach of the year Pat Patricia. Um, but going uh, for ouch accompanying the Redskins and Dolphins. Yeah. Any other uh, any other winless teams? I no, and the Bengals. The Bengals. The Bengals. So the bang- a lot of good the teams bang-gals. there. And I think anytime you're below John Gruden in any standing in life, it's time for, it's time for some change. sort of reassessment. Yeah, tricky one for Vic Fangio. Because what do the Broncos do now? Do they just hit the reset? I think they have to. Paul Von Miller. And Chris Harris. And Chubb's out for the year with an ACL. Bradley Ouch. Chubb. All right, just trade them all. Do a Miami. Out tank yep. the Dolphins. Yep. Could it be done? I think it I could be. I wonder what tickets are going for Broncos Dolphins. I wonder if playing this year. Um, <laughs> that would be so grim. But uh, That's interesting because I was thinking about the Dolphins uh, today. Cause I'm not going to cover Chargers Dolphins. I don't think we're going to cover any. <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to cover many Miami games. Chargers get the W30 to something. But I was trying <laughs> to figure out. Ten. How the Dolphins won seven games last year? Because right now it feels they like had, they had Fitzmagic, didn't they? They did. Uh, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, it was all Tannehill. Oh yeah, Tannehill and Brock Osweiler. Yeah, and well, they beat the Patriots. I was wondering how different can the rosters possibly be between last year and this year? You went seven and nine. Like you know, you, you're thinking about trying to make the playoffs halfway through the season when you're God, seven and nine. God's plan hasn't been as good. God's Ken, plan, Kenyon Drake. Very good. Um, so that'll let him down. Questions, but I had a look. Questions to be asked. There's like four <laughs> blokes who are still on the team from last year. Everyone else Devontae, has been traded. Devonte Pack. He's had a rough trot. Olivia Vernon. Browns traded. <laughs> Actually signed. Who's with coaching them? Flores. Brian. <laughs> Love to know how he's doing mentally. Tough week to week to hype up the lads. Yep. I know we've just traded away. Whoever's on the team, wake up. <laughs> I will be your coach, your quarterback. Your quarterback. Why can't I play quarterback? I got my quarterback, huh? At this point, Brucey might actually help them to a win because he's <laughs> squib be, kicks. He will be kicking. Uh, Unrivaled. Give the O a chance. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye. That was oh, confirmed. That, well, hey. What shocked us? How about the Chiefs at the Lions? 
We've spoken a little bit about Patrick Mahomes. What we haven't said, it was his first game in a dome and it gave him trouble. For the Tell year. you what, didn't. First game in the year. In his career. Yeah. In Bull a dome. shit. He only has started one season, so, you know, it happened. First career game in a dome. I know, and he didn't blow the roof off. Wow. I tell you how. That is unbelievable. No touchdowns. He actually did play pretty well. But he, missed, he missed some uh, players, actually. Let's see um, if Troy has anything to say to that. He starts to come, and then he pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> one of the great calls. Ah, very good Troy. from Troy. But, yes, Circling the wagon <laughs> and back. <laughs> Watching oh. this game, man, it felt like the Lions could have won. It yeah. was a beautiful thing. They should have They, they should have. There was a play where uh, the Lions are trying to punch it into the end zone. Uh, who's the running back? on Johnson, I believe, is trying to bla- break the plane. Or Keyshawn. No, he's a Keyshawn. He's a commentator. on Johnson. Keyshawn Johnson, definitely. Carry on. No Carry luggage. On. Oh, no, no check-in. Oh, overhead only. Carry on. No check-in, Johnson. <laughs> uh, carry on my wayward son. Uh, try to <laughs> break the plane. Fumbles the ball. Not blown dead. Plays it a standing around. Then a Chiefs player scoops it up. Rushes it back. Scores the 100-yard oh, fumble bye. recovery touchdown. That's deflating. You feel as flat Patristian as Charlie did after up. a Packers loss. Patricia didn't draw that up. He didn't, not with his HB. Patricia, Matt, Grayled, pencil, Patricia. Derwent, a job. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> incredible scenes at Ford Field. Uh, yeah, Detroit went up with a minute 25. And Detroit had a lot of chance in this game. They had four possessions inside the uh, Kansas City 10. Came away with eight points. And had three leads in the second half. But uh, could not stop the oh. Mahomes magic. A massive drive downfield. They get the touchdown with about 20 seconds left. But to this team's credit, kept hanging around. And I believe in this Detroit Lions team. I like them. I know they're in the same division as my boys. But I think Stafford's playing well enough. I think Kelly, Kelly Golladay is a nice player. And they've got some defensive balls. So they're going to be around. 100%. I mean, and their only draw was against the Cardinals. I don't know where to put them in the NFC North. I think they're the second best team. I think they might be the second best team too. And obviously... Surely because Chicago don't have a quarterback. Chicago's defense is better, but I think the Lions are doing a little... The balance is there. They're doing a lot more on offense than Chicago is. So, look, I mean, maybe 2A and B. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're talking fantasy. I think Green Bay is still the best. By far, yeah. I wouldn't say by far. You got the goat. Um, But they lost Detroit. Who did they lose to? The Chiefs. Just then. <laughs> ah, very good. Focused and ready <laughs> on. Yeah. I'm not ready to crown them Super Bowl champions, obviously, Chaz. I mean, uh, I think, we, I think we should. It's week four. It is week four. It's probably too early um, for um, some people. Yep. Uh, but I like them. Yeah. Yep. We like them. They're risky. They're ready to p- compete. Um, I was, was going to call them someone from the AFL, but they're not really. Cool, yeah. Again, I'm worried it's, a, it's another what uniform comparison. Gold Coast. I was going to say they're a bit like North Melbourne. Gold Coast can be hot in Detroit. Uh, <laughs> a couple of palm trees. <laughs> Obviously, the colours a bit different. Wait, what did you actually say? North Melbourne. North Melbourne. Because no one ever rates. Yeah. No one ever rates him. No one really talks about can him. Can beat great teams when they're on. Yes, but we'll lose to shit teams. Yes, we'll find All ways to bury their fan base when they need them the most. Like they have rivalries, but all their rivals have better rivals. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. They're always the fringe. They're the weird cousin at dinner. They're never really embraced. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And for yeah. whatever reason, they're still in the league. Yep. Um, so that's my comparison. And Matt Patricia, coach of the year. If you haven't looked at Let's it, sport, sports bet, he is humming. Really? Uh, had a look during the week. So it's gone up. That is a tidbit. Let's keep uh, moving Obviously, on. their undefeated season undefeated. hopes do go down. Uh, hey, just quickly, there was a lateral pass, which was sick. So Mahomes throws it to Travis Kelsey. One on one against the zone. Uh, David Kelsey, Sean McCoy runs up behind him. Lateral pass, cheers, an extra like 25 yards off of that play. And we sometimes say this, but I can never understand, Chaz, why they don't use or draw up the lateral pass more often in the oh, NFL. No. Blows oh, my no. mind. Can be easy for us sitting there on the couch thinking it looks so easy. No, I think it's and easy. I think players, I think guys are scared to call it. I think they're, I think they're soft. In case it butchers and then something. They, they don't you know, know how to play. Yeah. NFL. Let yeah, me they teach don't know them. how to play it. 
more lateral pass because if you've got zone coverage, right, you've got like all these different defensive backs in different areas covering the field. So there's only one player in like one sort of section of the field. So it's one on one. All yeah. the other players all spread out. You get fucking McCall Hardman down. Just get, say, hey, you get a couple of those lads. Literally follow him. You catch it and then, yeah, follow him on the way and there. You just hit the Jets. Bang. Away. Touchdowns. I know football. Moving yep. on. Okay, moving on. We are going with Dallas crumbling under the bright night lights of New Orleans. And they are bright uh, nights as well. And a bit of a rude shock for this Dallas team. Their first three opponents, obviously, the Giants, the Dolphins. Boston security going into this game. I guess no Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater. Sunday night, they put up 10 points. Zeke finishes 1.9 yards per carry. Dak was frazzled. Critical moments in this game with Teddy Bridgewater troubled water. Getting the job done and a bit of back to earth for this Dallas Cowboys team. Our boy Dink and Dak. And Jason Witten. Terrible fumble. Shocker. At a critical moment. Get back in the booth, mate. That's what I was thinking. You're not though. doing yourself or your team any favors. It was, it's, it's hard to say this, but he might be a better broadcaster than tight end at this point, And that is saying a lot. <laughs> he was. But, I think he, already, he was looking at the, the end zone when he went for that run. He was. He wasn't holding the ball. He was talking to John Pelissero. He's doing his own commentary of self. And just got a little bit distracted. Booger, I'm about to run in for the touch. Uh, yeah. With Marshawn Lattimore. I think it was Marshawn Lattimore making the play. But this Saints defense, we're not used to seeing it. Similar to Green Bay. I am. Stepping up. That 2010 form for both oh, teams. Oh, yeah. Which Jonathan we love. Vilma-esque. Yeah, they look good. The yeah. Saints look good. And uh, they've got... They're now 3 one Massive, massive win in that division. Already, uh, you know, Drew Brees is trying to come back. He's got a sore he, thumb. Yeah, well, he's back week 10. Week 10? Yep. Check for fantasy. I thought it was sooner. I'll double confirm, but I think it is Let us double week 10. Double confirm. I think he should come back um, sooner. But, yeah, if they just keep their head above water in this subpar division, they will be in a great spot. You know how Drew Brees will get going? If he, he gets motivated coming on the back end of the season... It'd be a scary team. Watch out. Uh, yep. Yeah, absolute fizzer of a game uh, if, you know, you had anyone in fantasy, which I had half the bloody players on the field. But yep. great for this Saints team. And you're right. It is a reality check for this Cowboys team who have had a cream puff first three games. Brings them down to earth. Do you think next week heading to the Packers, you're worried that they're looking for the bounce back or that this is really a revealing game of not only how to stop this team, but who they really are? For the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. I think this will be a massive bounce-back game for the Cowboys, and I think they will beat the Packers. But for the Packers, also a bounce-back game. Yeah, of course. So it's two bounce-back games. Dude, you got a double bounce. you got a double bounce. So you don't know where he is. So I, I predict a good game. I expect a 35-31 Rogers magic to Devontae Adams on a back short fade, but Devontae, so, Devontae's injured. So uh, with that being considered, you've got to you gotta look at Valdez Scanley. Uh, Drew Brees, also by, back expected week nine, says he will be back by week eight. So, you know, that's another four weeks of football. You're looking good if the New Orleans Saints. Dallas, I'm keen to see. I'm disappointed as a Green Bay Packers fan that they will be hyped up at home on Fox 425. And I'm concerned about our defense after what we did against Philly. So it's going to be a cracking game. It's going to need a lot of Rogers magic yet again. For mine, would love to see the Packers get the W because would slide Absolutely. the Cowboys to three and two. Eagles have the Jets, Jets. at home. Oh, boy. Just when Lock I was of the week, just when I was thinking the Eagles might be one and three, and Dallas might be four and zero. Oh. Things have spiced who's playing up. for the Jets? Falk or uh, Sanchez? Probably have to call up Sanchez. Yeah, maybe Matt Leinart, Jason Kittner, John Kittner. Oh, yeah, John Kittner. Yeah, fuck that guy. George Kittle. No, Garcia. Oh, McCown. Josh. Is he there? He's on the Eagles. Oh, he's on, yeah, he's on the Eagles. He is. Yeah, Josh McCown. We'll let him start for the Jets. You know, when yep. like, you rock up to a Little League uh, or like a, yeah. you know, a game and yeah. the opposition doesn't have enough players, so you have mm. to send a few players over there. Okay. That's what we would do with um, Josh. So good to see Philly get a real test this week. Um, but uh, that that was kind of it for me, Shocks. I had one more. Okay. And it's just a quickie. Oakland at two and two. The Oakland Raiders are two and two. They deserve respect they do they actually do we had them pegged for three and 13 uh after watching hard knocks however they're already two-thirds of the way there to our predicted score and i don't want to jump the gun because they got a bit of a test ahead of them did we say six and ten i believe we said three and thirteen three and thirteen okay 
Fuck. I don't know. They'll get there. They'll and I London. love John Gruden. And I love London. Darren Waller. They have a London game for sure. They do. They've got a London game next week Fuck. against the Bears. Oh, my God. So, look. Oh, uh, no. Khalil Mack will eat Derek Carr a lot. Yeah. yeah. But they'll have to cut to the Jace Daniel and yeah, see if he can get, get, the, uh, get the W. Amazing. Yes. So, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Unbelievable scenes. Stinker. I know. No T.Y. Marlon Mack goes down. I get it. But, jeez. You yeah, that's to beat uh, the Raiders. Very disappointing performance from the Colts after what we'd seen. I was really hyped up about that team. Uh, and it gives the Raiders hope, which is the worst thing you could possibly have in pro football. <laughs> Some notable points. Jazz. A few ones. Vontaze Perfect now at $165,000 in fines. Suspended uh, for the whole actually, year. That was for last year, but he's suspended for the whole year. And the doy, the doy. The Dolphins' point differential now at minus 137 through four weeks, the lowest since 1940. Wow. He starts to come and then he pulls out. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is rough. That is rough. That is rough. Um, <laughs> and next week, you and I up against each other in fantasy. Huge. It is finally here. Well, we're getting up at 3 a.m. We're watching the games and we're going to follow every fucking minute. There's been a controversy. Oh, Chaz. there has. I wouldn't say it's controversy. There has been a controversy. Charlie, today, it has been reported that he has traded watch. a dishwasher for Zach Ertz on a <laughs> rental. Dead set. Who did hey. you trade? What was the trade? Sorry, I was at work. Yeah. Very busy. And I said to, I, I saw that I had, I had, you know, Hawkinson had a buy, so I had no tight end. <laughs> he had no tight end. So I said, I got to get a tight end. I'll so look, most look, people look, in fantasy I would say the free agency list. Going to bench Hawkinson, go to free agency. Yeah, of course. And I, so I looked at, I looked at the free agency list. They had Jimmy G, they got Kyle Rudolph, uh, Tyler Eifert. Oof. I'm thinking this is grim. This is not great. So you're going up I against the big boy Zach, consult, who scores points. I consult a good friend uh, in Ben Flaherty who has. I know who has Zach Ertz. I've been pushing for weeks for Zach Ertz. Yep. Uh, pitching a lot of viable trades for Zach Ertz. And I said, mate, you, you know, you need some receivers and some running backs. Let's have a chat. Uh, he, of course, drafted Saquon Barkley and Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. So it hasn't worked out too it's well. He's, he's bottom of the ladder in fantasy. Um, so I said, I'll give you Tyler Boyd from the Bengals, who is playing Arizona, the worst <laughs> secondary in football. Tyler Boyd. This week, he had a bad game against the Steelers, yes. Not the worst. Dalton's ready to get him cooking while Green's out. So I got him Tyler Boyd get and Peterson back. Carlos Hyde of <laughs> the Texans. The Texans. Running back has up, running back by Falcons committee this week. Both quality pickups for week five. That he was gave, the trade. That was the trade. He gave me Ertz and as a little sweetener for being so generous, Frank Gore. <laughs> so you're gonna cut Frank Gore. He's um, on the bench. So uh, <laughs> But you So really So Charlie tells deal. me this and I go, Wow, this is the biggest swindle since the Herschel Walker trade. I mean, un like Absolute stitch up. I don't know how you've talked this bloke into Not it. Not at all. You've fingered him because that is like a third round pick, basically, in Zach Ertz. One of the top guys you go after in fantasy. Yeah, but second, you think about second tight end drafted in the league. If you understood fantasy, this is why you're at 500. If you understood fantasy, it's about maximizing points. And he needed more receivers and running backs. And he crunched the numbers. And that was more viable than sticking with Ertz. And I had running backs and receivers that were on the bench. And we made a deal. It's as simple as that. You know what makes no sense? And I'm going to win. And I'm going to be the best GM you know ever. Makes... I'm going to be 4-1. You know what makes no sense? I'm going to be 4-1. And you're going to see me. You know what makes no sense? Is he didn't pitch this to anyone else who might have had a slightly better offer. Well, the than, offer was obviously too good Boyd to pass and up Hyde. at the time. That's why I said yes. This is why he's 0-4. Just so you know, man. I love you, but he's won a game. Pretty sure he's won a game. Really? He's won in, uh, he's won in three. Phil Weston's he's won, Tigers. He's won, in the, he's won in three. One in three. But he said, I'm going to trade. One of the most valuable tight ends in the league. Because tight ends don't score anything wait. as it is. I can't wait. So now, Charlie. It's going to be a fucking clinic. Has had to pull an absolute dodgy deal because it's it's coming up. There's a bar me on it. Too. There's a bar me on it, absolutely. Fucking He's had to pull a dodgy me. deal to I'm come up against. Through Philly, Philly Green Bay, I'm fucking ready to go. Chaz is a bit dirty about the Eagles win. So he's coming hard because he knows that my team, well, we live and die by Mike Evans. Uh, we've had weeks where we've scored 180 points. In fact, weeks where we've scored 70 points. Oh, he just texted me. He said, can I get Robinson in for the week as well from the Chiefs? <sighs> so I'll give him that. I'd love that for sure. He's on my bench. That helps. Jeez. Not a bad bench there, Not a bad bench. I wouldn't start any of them, but 
Obviously, yeah. old that's mate. Why we, that's why you turned two, isn't it? Um, so great, fantastic. It'll be another great week of fantasy. Have um, you seen uh, your points against in the league? Lowest by a hundred. It's not you about that. It's not about that. You like the Dallas Cowboys, mate? It's not about that. You, you haven't played anyone. But in the standings, it's got points for. It doesn't have points against, does it? No. You look at the look at the. Uh, you, can, you can expand it. This is getting oh, a bit. I can't say it. This is getting a bit too big. But Chaz, next week, huge matchup Jeez. between your team. What are they called? Yeah. Uh, the Breeze Nays, <laughs> who are due. Oh, you wait till Breeze. Drew Breeze comes back. <laughs> the Breeze Christmas quarterbacks by. <laughs> Matt Ryan. His game over. <laughs> Watch out. And mate. I've got Danny Dimes on the bench just sitting there. I think you should just start him. There. I think you should start Locked him. away. He's more of a fantasy threat than Locked Matty Locked away Ice. when the Giants are a factor in the playoffs. You watch out. Yeah. Wait, is the fantasy season until week 17? Until week. Is it playoffs? Surely it's in. It's surely it's end, end of the season. season. Yeah. Our, our playoffs are week, week 14 and 16. Okay. Okay. Anyway. No, anyway. That's the end of the pot. That's surely. the end of the pot. Yeah. All right. Cost. We'll uh, leave you with Troy Aikman. He starts to come and then he pulls out. 